Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. This is Barbecue Nation After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, everybody. Welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation with JT and Hall of Famer Miss Leanne Whippen. Uh, we've got Rod Gray today. See, I said your name right this time, uh, who's just taken the helm of KCBS about four months ago. And so he's making his way through that. And um, I, it all I think Rod's our man on this deal i really do mm -hmm. but as usual in our lightning round in the after hours these are both uh irrelevant and i won't say indecent but irrelevant questions some of them mm -hmm. so here we go um <clears throat> when you were learning how to barbecue rod how long did it take you to like learn to not peek under the lid and to get your fires right and all of the all the basic things that we do how long do I have to answer this? Uh, there's no time limit on this segment. So, so I, I, I found out that a hasty bake won the American Royal. It was more than one, but hasty bakes won the American Royal and they were in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I called down there on a Monday morning and said, I want to, I want one. And they said, well, which one do you want? And I, I just picked the most expensive one they had at the time. And I drove down the next Saturday and picked it up on the way back into town. I went by a, a store that was known for their meat and bought a couple of briskets and uh, proceeded to have the worst time of my life um, trying to figure this out and spent months with this. And finally, I figured out that I just wasn't very good at controlling my fire. Um, Hasty Bake is an amazing grill. And now I'm sure I could smoke really well on it. But at the time, I was really struggling. And I went back to the Internet and found pellet cookers. Found a guy here in town making pellet pits and um, custom making these pits fast Eddie. And I, he was in my town and I called him and I went down and saw him and I brought one home. And so that eliminated fire management, but I still continued to ruin proteins uh, every weekend. And <laughs> my wife recall, recounts it better than I do. Cause again, I thought I was doing some great stuff, but we, we'd cook it all weekend and eat it all week long. Yeah. Man, was it bad. And it probably <laughs> took me six months to feel like I was getting better. Um, it took some time, honestly. Takes, yeah. It takes a little time. Yeah. But now there are videos. Now there are so many other ways and classes and things you can do to cut that learning curve. Mm -hmm. And, and they sound expensive, but with the price of meat these days and the price of entry fees and fuel, I, I recommend everyone take a class. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Um, if you could cook for, then dine with a historical figure who would it be and what would the menu be i have no idea <laughs> i mean that one's pretty out of left field um yeah. you know what i would cook honestly i would cook for my great grandfather and it would be ribs well, and i don't even go. know if he liked ribs but i i actually knew my great grandparents um 
but I would love to talk to him now that I'm an adult. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Not a historic figure, but he's historic to me. Right. Yep. Well, that's okay. Um, what does the best day for Rod contain as far as activities? Doesn't mean you're working. I mean, if you have a leisure day, what's the uh-huh. best day for you? Um, well, I'd love to see my Chiefs beat the beat the Buffalo Bills. That'd be a great day for me. Uh-huh. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing the the Jayhawks win another national championship. That'd be a great day for me. <laughs> uh, are those too lofty, or are we okay there? No, they're oh, perfect. That's good. But if you could erase uh, one mistake from your past, what would it be? And why? <laughs> I thought these were lightning round questions. These take a lot of thought. These are <laughs> yeah, deep, do. deep, deep questions. Um, if I could erase. <laughs> you guys. Um... You would have bought the pellet cooker first before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, there you go. Liam, thank you for that answer. I, yeah, I would have started with the pellet pit. I would have started with the You know what? Here's here's one for you. So I ordered the Jambo in 2005. And that's what Jamie was doing as a hobby. Mm-hmm. And it took him a year. I got it in 2006. I would go cook a contest every weekend because that's what I was doing. And when I got home Saturday night, I'd prep some meat. I'd push that thing out of the garage every Sunday and cook on it. And I did that for a year until finally Johnny Trigg said to me, dang it, meet me halfway between your home and my home. Let's cook a contest together. You bring that thing. I'll help you run the fire. And uh, we went to a, a contest just outside of Wichita, Kansas, which wasn't halfway at all, but it was where it was that weekend. And I took that pit and Johnny didn't help me one lick uh. with that, <laughs> but I won that contest on that pit. Oh, there and we I wished I had pushed that pit out, hooked onto it and gone much, much sooner than I did. That's yeah. when I figured out that it was more about process than anything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's the worst place you ever had to cook for a comp? It wasn't, so it wasn't the worst place in terms of like geographical, but it was on the East coast, Tuffy Stone and Tommy Houston and Johnny Trigg and I were all at this contest in Norfolk. And we were not far from the water and it rained a ton. And those three guys were all in rigs and I was with my truck in a tent and I was literally ankle deep in water as I was creating my turn in boxes. And, uh, I was just glad to get through it. I don't, I don't think I had a, a great day that day. I don't think it was the weather. I think mentally I was just spent, but those three guys were, we were all kind of set up almost in a square and they were all in dry and inside. And I was out ankle deep in water working under a, easy up with a, a folding table. There you go. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the first thing you ever smoked uh, or grilled or brisk uh, grilled? So see now, now careful because I, know, I, know. <laughs> I grew up in central Kansas. We didn't have barbecue, but, but my dad had a Weber kettle and he grilled every weekend. And when we were very, very young, he found a sale on Weber kettles and all the kids got a Weber kettle for Christmas, oh, which was a strange cool. gift at the time, but I was probably 13. 12 or 13, sure. but, but we grilled burgers often. We grilled steaks often, but grilling, um, I learned to grill way before I learned about barbecue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh that's actually quite a good answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we put Rod Gray's skills to music, what music would it be? Classic rock and roll. 
God, my man. There you go. Yeah. 70s, classic rock and roll. There you go. Greatest decade of music ever right there. <laughs> I, I can't find it. I, you will, it. I will not argue with that, and I would, I would have trouble with anybody who said anything otherwise. <laughs> Eight tracks. Eight tracks. Oh, God. Uh-huh. I remember driving down the I-5 ditch, as we call it, with jimmy buffett eight tracks trying to fast forward it to, <laughs> to, to get to the songs i wanted to hear you know that that was a tough one um worst concert you ever attended speaking of music worst concert i ever attended what you don't know about me is i attended a lot of concerts um when i was younger and that's <laughs> Uh, so I remember that the yes was at Kemper arena, but it wasn't about yes. It was about the opening act and they never came out and uh-huh. yes, didn't start. They were like two and a half hours late. Uh-huh. So it wasn't the, it wasn't the, the group. It wasn't the venue. It was just the timing. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was a really bad concert. I went to one at worlds of fun, which is our, you know, our theme park here in Kansas city. And, uh, it was the Thompson twins and the Eurythmics, I think. But lightning struck and they canceled the concert. So the worst ones are the ones that it wasn't about the performance. It was right. about right. It was about the the circumstances. Uh-huh. If um, if if you were an animal, what would what would you be? Sloth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what would your last meal on death row be? I'm on death row. Yeah. Cute. You never know how this KCBS thing is going to work out, Rod. So you got to be prepared. <laughs> so I think it would either be a burger from Town Topic or a tenderloin from Kitty's Cafe here in Kansas City. There you oh, go. Cool. Um, dire Straits, ACDC, or Billy Ray Cyrus? ACDC. <laughs> there you go. What's the dire one Strait- thing? I mean, I, I love Dire Straits. In fact, you guys don't know this, but during COVID, my hobby is high-end audio higher-end audio two-channel stereo listening oh. and if you want to demo that stuff um dire straits they have every almost everything they've recorded is, is great but yeah. I, I i and acdc sounds horrible when when played through high fidelity stuff but i still love acdc oh yeah mark knopfler was terrific was great what's one thing you miss about your 20s besides non-creaking joints I had a lot of fun in my twenties, but, um, uh, probably that I didn't need as much sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what a, what a horribly boring answer, but, mm-hmm. and, oh, how about my vision? I didn't need glasses when I was in my twenties. Yeah, right. Go. Right. I missed my vision. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, boxers or briefs boxers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you describe yourself as corn fed or grass fed? Corn fed. Yeah, me too. 20 more pounds and I'm off to the market. Um, <laughs> Grain finish. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite movie? Arthur. It's no one else's favorite, but Dudley Moore and Arthur is my favorite movie. Was There's a, a lot of great writing movie. in that yeah. movie. Um, my second favorite is Animal House. I love that movie too. I have to, I have to confess something to you. When they filmed Animal House, I didn't live very far away because they filmed it down at University of Oregon in that area, mm-hmm. and I was going to Oregon State. 
Uh, so we actually snuck down there, me and a couple guys, and saw the set on a weekend and all that. We never saw Belushi, but we saw lots of fun things. So thank you for not confessing that you've never seen it. I thought that's yeah, where we were going. Yeah, oh no, too. no, 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 no. It's one of my favorites. Um, sweatshirts or formal wear sweatshirts. Okay. But I can wear formal wear. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, Ford or Chevy Chevy. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And what do you want to do when, and if you ever actually retire? Well, I don't want to travel. How about that? You're I, the first I, one that said that. Everyone wants to travel. I don't. I don't care. I mean, I've seen a lot. I've been to a lot of places cooking barbecue, competing, uh -huh. and and I don't. I, I don't want to travel. Uh -huh. You know what I want? I want a perfect lawn when I retire. Oh, that's, that's what nice. I want. There you How go. old man is that? I, I worked hard on my lawn, and then I took this job, and I haven't. I haven't walked on my lawn since I, I hired my service back and I've got wow. leaves on my lawn right now. I need to get off. And it's just, uh, mm -hmm. I just, I want a perfect lawn. when I, I get it. I, I get like it. That. Now let's see if you can uh, come up with the answer that are some, something as outrageous as Chris Lilly did on this one. <laughs> uh, have you ever cooked in a thunderstorm in your underwear? I have not, and I don't really want to know about Chris Lilly cooking in his underwear. <laughs> no offense to Chris, but that's not right. a memory I want to have. Didn't Brad say, Leanne, he's, when I asked him that question and I referenced Chris, he goes, oh, he's probably got an underwear deal to sponsorship. Or oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that funny. Was, I thought that was pretty good. Uh, Rod, thank you for being so thank gracious you. and taking the time. To absolutely us today i'm sorry this was so hard ah I that's all right it was worth it. it you were worth the wait it's all yes, good you were. thanks for you i mm -hmm. see your i see behind you there in your office you've got a willie nelson book or something uh so those are albums that Album? have come in i really so i i was a dj all through college and 80s music of course and and there wasn't any emporia kansas where i went to college and that's that was my job. And I would take the billboard magazine and I would look at everything below 50 that was climbing fast. And I'd drive to Kansas city and I would buy those albums. So people in Emporia thought I was a wizard, which it wasn't at all true. Cause some, not all of it went great, but uh, I had the pretty great album collection and I gave it to my nephew in about 2017. And then in 19, I decided to get into audio again and I bought a turntable and started all over. So I'm in the neighborhood of 800 albums and those are oh. stuff that's behind me that hasn't gone downstairs to go be filed away yet. But, um, there's a Alan Parsons, iRobot that's in a, it's a, it's a ultra high end edition. And then there's sure. a Willie Nelson album sitting next to it. Very and a couple of, I didn't, I don't even notice that stuff. There's two Adam Perry Lang books, his original book that's yeah. out of print and a couple oh. of plastic bottles. I'm deciding if I want to go to plastic on my sauce. And, and then there's a book that I just got called, something about unreasonable and it's about having great customer service yeah yeah saw that unreasonable i gotta read that yep there you go Very there good. you go i gotta tell you i was a dj in college too and i used to love to um i was going to school in los angeles <clears throat> and i would roll in about six um and work till you know 9 45 or whenever the cutoff was there shift change 
But my favorite thing is I used to wake people up with Black Sabbath and Zeppelin in the morning. Kind of, you know, <laughs> go to the peak and then they'd let them kind of work through till they got out the door. But uh, I had a lot of fun with that also. Uh, in the bar, the reason I got to stay was because I brought my own albums and nobody else did. But I was always in a disagreement with the owner of the bar because he never wanted me to play any slow music because yeah. no one got thirsty dancing to slow music. But all my friends wanted me to play a little slow music so they could dance yeah. with certain people in the bar. Sure. So we were always at odds, but but uh, he kept me because I always brought my own music. In. There you go. Otherwise, he'd have gotten rid of me, I'm sure. <laughs> Rod Gray, we wish you the best of luck and we will be yes. in touch with you and check in periodically and see how you do. But Great. Thank thanks you. for having me on. Great to see you, Leanne. Jeff, you thanks for, for keeping after me. No problem. Okay. We'll be back next week with another edition of After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. Don't forget our motto again, turn it, don't burn it. And go out there and take care and be kind, everybody. See ya. <laughs>